Hello and welcome to Victory Points. I'm Becca Scott. And I'm Jake Michaels. And this is a podcast about people who love tabletop games, interviewing other people who love tabletop games about the tabletop games they love. Our guest today is Amy Vorpal. Amy Yay! is a... Did yeah. I pronounce it correctly? Yeah. Well, in the accent that you were doing, that was how I would pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's well, my normal speaking voice. I know that. And you it's... hit the H really well. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Amy is a host for Nerdist Caffeine, a writer, amazingly talented actor, and a good friend of ours. Oh. She's a creator of the Twin Sister Twin Sister podcast. She can be found on Saving Throw Show and Geek and Sundry, and she's probably our most favorite person to watch role play. Yeah, it's oh, true. What <laughs> it's a true. fun, what a fun little little intro. Yeah. Y'all should write all my bios forever. <laughs> uh, it would be my pleasure. I wrote okay, that. Cool. Yeah. Welcome, uh, Amy. Jake, you've read that. Really well. Thank you. You're doing all the intros I'm from now on. I just realized I've been reading your lines. You so just you were realized supposed it? To say that. It wasn't a hint when you said I'm Becca Scott. No. That wasn't a hint. <laughs> no, I just read the lines out loud. Okay. Oh, gosh. Wow. Oh, we're having so much fun already. We're already having so much fun. So listeners at home or wherever you are, today we will talk with Amy about, you know, her, what's going on with her. <laughs> Oh, uh, I thought we were going to learn something here. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> we're going to talk about Mansions of Madness, Ooh. Oh yeah, an excellent game. Yes. We're going to talk about house rules and funny names that perhaps your dad might call certain games. <laughs> uh, I want to know about the gaming dynamics growing up in a house with four sisters. Okay. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and then maybe we'll get into some other uh, gaming-specific things as we go on. I don't want to make too many promises, because yeah, then, then we have to talk about those things. Okay, so great, yeah. Those, those ones are for sure-sies. Yeah. And then there's going to be some, um, we'll continue to talk. Oh, my. <laughs> Whatever could that mean? Um, wow, sounds exciting. Yeah, <laughs> are you, you are excited? Yeah, I'm stoked. You, you are on a scale of excitement going to rate your excitement. All right, I'm I'm as excited as I could possibly be. Why it's ten it's ten fifteen a.m. Like I shouldn't be tired, but I'm no, a I little tired. I'm tired. But you're kind of an animal. It's Friday. I'm I'm not. I don't know what the hell I am. But I <laughs> did you say an animal? An, what did you a, say? A night owl. Night, night owl. owl. I do like my nights, but I also like my mornings. Mm. But it's kind of like I'm a morning person, as in around seven a.m. to ten a.m. If that's when things are happening, I'm like, hey everybody, good to see you. And then and then it all goes. Down then it right. peters from there. Yeah, and we're 20 minutes time. past yeah. the mark. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, anyway, I'm I'm super stoked. Uh, a 15 on a scale of one to two. Actually. Love it, love it. That's the answer I was hoping for. Okay. okay. There's a couple things I just want to shout out real quick. Um, I want to shout out uh, some Kickstarter games that are made by friends of ours that have funded ridiculously quickly. Dice Throne Adventures. Dice Throne Adventures. And season one rerolled. Season one rerolled. By Roxley Games. Roxley Games. Uh, yeah, th that's the kind of show this is. Uh, <laughs> they have nearly a million dollars pledged of their $80,000 goal. One million dollars. They have 17 days left to go in their Kickstarter, so... Um, don't help them. They're no, fine. No, no, no. <laughs> no, there's got to be stretch goals. Are there stretch oh, yeah. goals beyond it? You know, I... Don't fund don't them. Help. Your shout out Look. ended with don't fund them. You're welcome, Nate. <laughs> they, Nate. Dice are making so much money. <laughs> Becca, is Dice Throne's Adventures like an expansion to Dice Throne? Uh, yeah, it is. So um, there's two new characters that they popped out there. Dice Throne is uh, a great 
great game where it's very modular. There's two seasons so far, and within each there are a series of characters. It is a battle that can be 1v1 or 2v2 or 3v3 or 2v2. Did I say that one? It could be any V. It could be 1v1v1v1. One v one v one v one Characters versus each other. You get it. Like basketball. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't actually played the Dice Throne Adventures, which is what this is. Um, it's a co-op dungeon crawl. Oh, hell but yeah. But with those characters. And you're all rolling dice. That's uh, a good Your individual use of dice. That. Yeah. So those it's mechanics a can serve that well. So is yeah. it V each other where one team is the villains that inhabit the dungeon and the other team is the adventurer? I'm glad I know the answer to this question. Oh, okay. uh, no, there's there's like stock monsters that you fight against. There's okay. dungeon. In the game. The game yeah. is the monster. The game is the monster. So how is it versus each other? Uh, oh, well, that's in seasons one and two. Got it. But you can reuse those characters and those dice because uh, it's packaged very modularly. Each character is in their own separate little box, and that's all you need to play that character. And then, uh, so you could bring your own character to somebody's house and just, you know, adventure now. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> One million dollars, like yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also... Sounds popular. It does indeed. It is extremely popular. Nate Chantelier. I might have pronounced that right, or I might, it might not have. Something like that. Um, Nate, good, good, good boy, Nate. Good boy, Nate. Yeah, pat pat um, yourself on the head for that one. Is crushing it. All right. Uh, and Trial by Trolley is the collaboration. Trial between, by Trolley. Yeah, it's what you think. Um, that classic trolley dilemma. You know, there's a funny bit in... Um, show The Good Place uh, about, oh, okay. <laughs> about the trolley dilemma of like uh, well what if your best friend's standing on one track and oh yeah they have over two million dollars now so two million dollars they funded, yeah, they funded like four thousand percent of what their goal was wow um, so Trial by Trolley is Cyanide and Happiness which is that online cartoon that was wildly successful and continues to be that is uh, <laughs> you know creepy stick figures uh, saying horrible things and whatnot and Skybound Games teamed up with them to make uh, a fun little game so. They uh, had an initial goal of $69,420. Okay. Yeah, okay. $69,420. And then they, they, reached, they reached that goal in 44 minutes. That's hilarious. That's insane. That is so funny. So anyway, um, Kickstarter loves its games. Okay. More Those like the trial things. by internet trolley. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I do have one more shout out. It is the game that... It's not come out yet, but it's coming out at Gen Con, which is next week, but not, will be last week by the time this comes out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it is Cryptozoic Entertainment is putting out Epic Spell Wars of the Epic Battle Spell Wizards. Epic Spell Wars of the Battle oh, wait, Wizards. <laughs> it's the longest title ever. Oh, so, it's so um, I'm going to say the whole thing, and then you have to repeat the whole thing in your voice. Okay. Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards, a Nihilgeddon deck building game. How does it start again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wait, epic? Epic, I'm just going to go. Epic Battle Wizards of the Anayageddon deck building game. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, it's epic, close epic battle if you Google that, this will come up. Yeah. 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 Anayageddon. Um, epic Spell Wars is a very fun, like 1v1. You're all playing, collecting cards in order to play spells to uh, kill your friends who are also wizards. Hmm. But it's pretty funny and cute. It was the source of my first argument with my now husband. Um, <laughs> just uh, throw memories. that out there. Yeah, uh, battle at Mount Skullfire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was, was what you one? called the argument? 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, you get it. You get it. Um, <laughs> good thing that was with his clone. He knew. Send a clone in, and then um, we had we. Anyway, <clears throat> the clone is dead. Uh, great. So, Amy. Yes. Um. What did we leave out of your bio? Where Where are you playing role playing games right now? Where am I playing role playing games? Um. Oh, I just played D and D in a castle. Uh. That I played it in a castle. I played role playing games in a castle. That is the coolest thing ever. For those yeah. of you who don't know, D and D in a castle is like a adventure a week long, two weeks long adventure in Europe where they go play uh, D and D. Actually, castles? technically, it is three days, but oh. the uh, the players play for three days, and I I was. I guess employed for three days yeah. and it's a three day eight hour day adventure um, and that's what you're promised but the the whole event had four different rounds so technically you could play for yeah a couple of weeks oh, okay. and just hot castle jump from castle to castle castle jump in castle jump in in the UK what was your castle like? Uh, it was Lumley, Lumley Castle, and it was Lumley it was really Castle. Be- it, yeah, Lum- you're Lumley. saying Lumley. Lumley, Lumley, yeah, like Glumley, but without the G. Mm. Um, <laughs> beautiful. Uh, we had a feast every night. Uh, really decorative rooms. They provided a bunch of uh, minis and and Dwarven Forge for us to play with what? and build sets for. Are you not allowed to have um, dinners there? You can only have feasts. Yes, That's only correct. feasts. Yeah. Only in a castle. Feasts. That makes sense. And they had this like. House team of, I don't know really what to call it, like theater, a theater troupe, like a theater troupe. So every night there was like a mystery dinner theater, or one night they had their, it was a variety show, comedy and music and everything. At the at the very end, they sang "Master of the House," and (sighs) then yes, and then they reprised it. And I was like, how did they know that we wanted a reprise? Like, <laughs> like this was, it was everything that you, you're like, yeah, London, you're UK, give me, yeah. give me the stuff I want. So it was, uh, it was delightful. And then, and then, yeah, I got to actually see two of my players who live in San Diego. Uh, we palled around when I went to Comic-Con. Aww, so every, and, every, and they're, they're starting to uh, play their own campaign on Roll20 um, with the same characters and what, I had four oh, DMs at my table. It was very wow. crazy. There was one time when they were like, we go to the library and we just, uh, we want to know more about this world and oh. in, in character. So they just want to, and I was like, what are you doing? You're breaking my brain. Because I'm like, Because they want to live in your brain. Yeah, yeah, they want, yeah, so they're like, anyway, they're going to continue on with did the they, lore. They, were they randomly assigned a, D, a DM of the DMs no, at the castle or they cho- chose you? They chose me. And all the DMs chose you. What does that say? I, I th- They want to teach me. Yeah, that's <laughs> they, probably They it. want that's to train me. They want to no, experience. I don't know. They, yeah, they want to explore. Can um, I, wait, hold on. So th- they yeah. continued a campaign in the immediately in, after honestly in the world that you created. That's right. That's yeah. really like such cool. a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have written, I mean, I've written two adventures for Dungeon in a Box, which is a subscription-based <gasps> thing that was just promoted on Geek and Sundry, yeah. which I couldn't believe. At DVD RPG um, last two nights ago. Just spo- they oh sponsored my, an episode. Oh, that's amazing. I had the best time. It, it is an amazing, it's, a, it's really great, and I think the best part about it is these subscriptions, they always... Uh, services it's not the first of its kind but what it's it does the best of its it kind it definitely is because it it gives you what you expect a map some minis all this stuff and, and it's then once a month for 30ish dollars around that uh yeah i think you can or something? go lower it depends on how long your subscription is but it 
it gives you this adventure that is mainly written by David Crennan, who is a freaking genius writer, an adventure writer, and any tables, he paints an entire world, and even when I was writing for him, it was like I learned so much about world building just based on what he needed from me, and <sighs> and and I think that packet where it's like, oh no, this reads like a regular D&D module, they all move together in this well-thought-out character arc that you are taking your players on, so it's it's That's really, great. really good. I can't, yeah. I, oh, and so I got to cool. write two adventures for it. So. That's so exciting. I played what one are the of those names adventures. of um, uh, The first one was, it was Dragons in the Clouds, where <gasps> it's, you basically are in this fantastical world, not the not quite the astral plane, but you know, where Jack and the Beanstalk uh, yeah. you know, went up to the clouds. So there are giants up there and like, um, I created a monster called a Dreshuk, which is a derpy cloud chicken. And I still can't <laughs> believe he let me do that. And then the other one was it's I, I don't know if it's out yet, but it's called the Mines, the Mines of Stonefast, I think. Um, and it's um it's like a, an underground, uh, beneath a mining town where or like a big metropolitan city, but you're in the mines of it. And it's basically already war torn from if you think the vibe of it is like fantasy civil war trenches and stuff like that. But then you're in the mines of it and you're trying to kind of kill the people in the mines and then but also hide and like protect a bunch of the villagers who have uh, pr- tried to hide in the mines as well. So Whoa. and you end in this great he let me end it in a in a culmination, uh, is it a spoiler? It doesn't matter. In a uh, forge, uh, in a big forge under the city. That's so, fire. Um, What's a forge? Yeah, a yeah. forge. A forge is where you make blacksmithing or yeah, weapons. Okay. Yeah, it's what you think. But but a giant forge. So I was thinking it, it, a comparison would be like uh, old Moria or like the mines of Moria or. Um, even in the Hobbit, when they when they like are playing with the lava, the molten metal, um, as they're swinging around and, and jumping around, so that is so you can do cool. That in an adventure, yeah. Were you at all intimidated to write your first adventure? One hundred percent. Yeah, how, super. How did you approach it? Well, I I don't know. I felt really safe because David was he was like don't he was made it very clear like why he was hiring me. He had written twelve adventures in a row. Um, all, you know, around 15,000 words, uh, tables, ideas. And he was not running out of ideas, but at that point your brain is fried and he's also trying to run this business. So he needed writers. And he's like, I'm, 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 you know, hiring you because you are a fresh face. You know what D&D is. Even though you haven't written before, you're going to know what's fun. And then, and then he, he did help me like with the outline and everything and be like, okay, so not this, but this. And we played around with a lot and some things, a lot of the time the notes was like, this isn't as fun as it could be. Let's make it yeah. more fun. Put more fun, put in more there. fun into it. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, well I'm going to go crazy then. He's like, yes, yes, go crazy. Yeah. Uh, and that's how you got the derpy sky chicken, right? Derpy sky chicken. And then I made this other monster that I'm really proud of, which is, um, I don't know what it wound up being. I said it was a construct, but I think he wanted it as an aberration. I can't remember, but it's, um, it's based Basically, this it's a metal that metal. Think of a metal puffer fish, where <laughs> it's it's like floats along, it floats along in the mines, and then all of a sudden to attack, it just blows up and oh. forms this wall with spikes. But there's two of them, and the other one comes out behind you, and it forms this wall that slowly like claustrophobics you in and has spikes on both sides. <laughs> oh and the gosh. way to defeat it actually is like on the other side, it's very vulnerable. So if you can somehow teleport or whatever get to the other side, you can stab stab the other side. But as it's coming in, who knows if the players would even, you know, know that. 
Oh my gosh. But it's basically this metal, this like sentient metal. Wait, so that's not, that's in the, the second campaign? That's in the, my, yeah, the Stonefast one. Oh, yeah. so you don't know if anybody's ever made it out alive of Stonefast. Yeah, so when do these release? They release once a month, and I, I just don't know what, it's, it's, if it hasn't released, basically if you sign up, you won't get that Stonefest for a minute. Like you're going to start at the right, beginning in the right. green world, and there are 12 in the first season, oh. and then Stonefest is in, and, and the Dragons in the Clouds is the end of season one, so it's the 12th episode. Oh, cool. Episode. So, I, I'm talking oh, so about when like you start your TV subscription TV. service, you don't get the, the April package, you get the first one. That's right, and he, oh, is, okay. he is going to put it all together in a book where it's like, oh, you could just have the first, oh, that's great. you could play the whole thing as an adventure. Oh, smart. But yeah, yeah. The art's amazing. I don't know. I can't say enough good things about it. Oh. And I feel really lucky because technically, like technically, so it's David written by David Crenna and Amy Vorpal because he did come up with the not the out the, not the outline for the adventure, but like the outline for the whole adventure. And then he like plugged me in and is like, this is what needs to happen. Anyway, it's written by both of us, but I had a big freaking hand in it. And I'm just l lucky, I think, to have my name, my name written on yeah, that. Congrats. I spent a lot of time. I worked really hard on it. Well, you should be so proud. Yeah. I, I, want, I want it. I'm going to subscribe yeah, and only get that really, one. Well, okay. Okay, cool. Well, I don't know how you're going to do <laughs> no, that. No, inspired by all of them. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was really, I had a wonderful time. Uh, Amy Dallin ran a game for us. Oh, and cool. I can't tell you the name of that specific adventure, but it's it, very, very Is fun. it D&D-centric or is it any systems? It's 5e. Yeah, okay. it's so only 5e. So use those rules. Yep, cool. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we so often turn to talking about D&D <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, so once again, okay, okay. we have done yeah. it. No, it happens. It happens. All right. Uh, now, we're going to need to talk about your podcast, Twin okay. Sister, Twin Sister. Okay, sure. Because you are both a twin and a sister and I a am. sister. Yes. I have I have three sisters, one of whom is my twin. So it's it's a it's a fake. People are like, oh, you have two sets of twins in your family? Because that's how we no, named the podcast. No, it's twin sister, but twin sister. Yeah, if you think of it like commas are in between, like that's a twin, that's a sister, that's a twin, that's a sister. Um, I love it that way. They're stupid yeah. if they think that. No, Anyone listening who thought that? to trick people because that's like more enticing and like, listen to this. And it's more just like, I mean, look, our. Has our, anybody said, wait, there's only two twins on this? Is, uh, or one No pair? one's been disappointed okay, when they find out that there are not two sets of twins. <laughs> um, but our logline is so generic. It's just four four very different women who just happen to be sisters and the other like now I'm going to tell you all the gripes about it so my my, my big <laughs> gripe is you what I would love to do is to talk a little bit more about like deep stuff like religious views and political views oh, because, because they are differ. very disparate and 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 I've been shut down a bunch of times just because no one we don't feels, talk about that yeah we don't talk about that it would get into a discussion and and um especially I would say if uh, is this because you're so alt right? It's because I'm so alt right. Well, I, I'll say that there no, are. It's some, a joke. It's there, a joke. Everybody. No, no, no. But there are some conservative views among, among my family that that I think are valid, and I do like hearing, and that's why I like hearing and, and being open open to it. Absolutely. But 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 they definitely feel like now's not the time to be public about that, and like you know my my following is a little bit more is very left, yeah. and I'm pretty we, left. We libtards. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they just thing. don't want to get roasted that. online, basically. Take it back. And, and they, no. they, they definitely are open well, I guess to that's having it got a bad word in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, I never had <laughs> to begin with. Never uh, I'm a, <laughs> but, yeah, but no, all I'm, all. I'm very interested. See, if that were the discussion every time, uh, yeah, that would probably cause more strife within your family, but. 
I would be very interested in an entertainment to watch that because so many people have to navigate difficult family conversations and want to be able to talk about where their views differ and how that's how we start to heal this huge divide of just starting a civil war. (laughs) Yeah, I think the 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 other thing is one of my sisters is a lawyer and I think she identifies. I don't know what she identifies as. No, she's not. Oh my god, my twin is an is an engine an oil engineer and a personal like finance coach and a fitness coach. Okay, then I have a <laughs> no big then deal. I have a lawyer sister who has done patent law in New York um, and is now pursuing immigration law. But she's Very also cool. a YouTuber and super creative and funny. And then I have another sister who's a bio a bio who has a master's in biotechnology um, and uh, is a ballroom dance teacher. So there's like, ballroom no, dance. everyone's like, I'm so smart, but also I'm creative. You know, uh, <laughs> it's like, geez, yeah. Guys. And you fit right in. I do. Fit, yeah, I do. fit right. In. <laughs> <laughs> um, unashamed to say, yeah, um, no, but it, no need it, yeah, for humbleness it, when you are this talented. Yeah. It's really fun to brag about, about them. Yeah. You're I all am. so talented and interesting. All right. I have so many more questions for you about Twin Sister, Twin Sister, about uh, the things you're doing, about what is on your wrist. And uh, I want to get into talking about some games. But first, a quick break. I have nothing but wonderful things to say about this towel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you all heard that, but welcome back to Victory Points. We're here with Amy Vorpal. Sure I am. She's from Texas, y'all. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> and Jake Michaels. Hi. Okay. I'm from Washington. <laughs> He's from Washington. Yeah, y'all. Washington, y'all. y'all. Washington, that's what we say. Yeah, Texas. that's what some of my fifth grade I'm teachers from would say. The state of Missouri. Yeah, y'all. Missouri. Y'all. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom says supper. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. Yeah. Oh, that is a word. Supper yeah. is dinner? Yep. Or supper lunch? Nope. Supper. I've heard both. Yeah, supper's supper's lunch, right? No, supper's always dinner. Dinner is is either or. Dinner what? could be dinner can be lunch. lunch. Yeah, or or. Oh, I thought supper could be, could be either dinner. Oh, that's fucked up. No, supper's always dinner. Supper's always dinner. Yeah, supper's always the final meal. Of you the have day. dinner at noon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It feels wrong, but you know, I'm from this Texas. Is, this it is the kind of topic you that. could talk about on the, uh, <laughs> Twin Sister, Twin Sister. Uh, <laughs> Controversial yeah. stuff. Yep. Yep. Our podcast is really just for our parents because it's like it's kind of like an, an analog, like, hey, this is what we're doing in this point in our lives, and it's really just us catching up with each other. I love that. That was that was my other question. Um, <laughs> yeah. There. I mean, no. I literally no real... wrote down. Does mom listen to every episode? She does, and she writes us emails with notes about how she remembers the events, and it's really cute. You've had, have you had her on? Uh, we've had mom and dad on twice. We played a game with them, which was like, uh, guess which one of your daughters this happened to. And the best one, the best one um, was... Uh, it was something to do with tampons because we're all we're all sisters with vaginas. Yeah, and this one this one sister was like, I never got taught how to use a tampon. I <sighs> I had to figure it out by myself. Well, we all did. It was the and and it was no, we didn't because like your mom will help you or oh. your older sisters should have helped you. So it's my youngest sister that was like everyone in the family was like. Amanda's got it. She'll like figure it out, or someone will help her, just not me. <laughs> and so the youngest sister had to figure out tampons oh, for herself. No. Oh no! Yeah. But did they guess it was the oldest? They didn't guess right. They guessed right very few they times. They thought it was you, Amy. <laughs> thought, like, I can't remember. Well, Amy seems like what she, mine was. There was a lot of but things. Yeah, there were, there, we had we had a couple of we like gave them a couple of things like oh I did this I did this I did this and 
Uh, I yeah, there's just so many. The, the first time Jenny called mom and dad to tell them she's married and she's got three kids, but the first time she was pregnant, called dad and goes, "Dad, who wants to be a grandfather?" And he goes, "Fuck, is Amy pregnant?" Because <laughs> <laughs> like they're, they're all thinking I'm living this bohemian <laughs> lifestyle. Aren't right you? California. Yeah, yeah. Uh, huh? Aren't you living a bohemian lifestyle? Yeah, I you mean, wild woman. I, mean, I, you I guess do I write fantasy adventures yeah, for a living, and I am uh. a sex worker on the side. So. Yeah, that's what yeah. they assume the fan- fantasy part means. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, it's really funny. Well, let's talk about. A board game. Let's talk about a board game. Yeah. All right. The specific game that I'm thinking of is Mansions of Madness. Hey. I assume you've played second edition because that second is the edition. one that is uh, supported app- supported with an supported. iPad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So this was designed by Nikki Valens, published by Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, the second edition was put out in 2016. I need to know everything you thought about it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, it was for... Uh, do you, can I say his name? Or, yeah, he's or, actually been a guest on this podcast. Oh, okay. All right. But like don't say his full name. Okay, cool. Six. All right, cool. You say um, every other letter of his <laughs> name. All right. I was on... What? Oh, yeah, every oh. other letter. He'd be like a ship, Shims. like the JMS. The JMS. I was <laughs> on... J, it was for JMS's uh, birthday. And, and so we actually played it ahead of time to prepare. Oh, wow. Um, so we played the first... We played the first adventure, and that was super fun. And then, and then when everyone came and played the second, the, there were like six people playing the second adventure that we chose, and that was really fun too. And then we played another one after that. And I have, I have like, I very depending on the adventure, I just have different feelings about each adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so what is Mansions of Madness? Mansions of Madness, it's 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 D and D, it's D and D where <laughs> no one has to be the dungeon master. Yeah, pretty much. Um, where there's only one adventure. Um, and you're th- kind of thrown into the mix. You have this goal, and you discover what the goal is as you go. You everyone can participate. Um, you can do any version of strategies of, of clumping together, spreading out, and exploring. Um, and then the common theme being that we're exploring a haunted house or a mansion of some sort, and then there's a yeah. scenario where the there's a backstory to that place, right? Yes, and you're building the map as you go, very much like betrayal games um, a, as you explore. But the app tells you literally anything that's difficult about being a dungeon master or what have we done now, what have we done, what do we do here, the app takes care of it for yeah. you. So it's, it's really, that's the best part about it. Yeah, so you're exploring, you can choose, uh, you can... Use your actions this yeah, time to go through this door exactly. to uncover this There's movements, object. actions, there's weapons, uh, there are little things you can pick up. There are spells, um, there are attacks, there are monsters. Yeah, it's it's got all of the, the mechanics that, that you might think. I very much loved uh, my one playthrough of this game. Mm-hmm. And I love um, the Lovecraftian flavor of going slowly insane, earning insanity cards that make it more difficult to do things. And just the flavor text on the characters themselves. You have something like 40 different character cards you could choose from, right? Or is no. that expansions? The, those might that be expansions. I think I was with many yeah, expansions. Yeah, we had like 10 maybe, 10 Still different characters. a good amount. A good amount. Two ways to die, a physical harm or or insanity. <laughs> um, very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Very Lovecraftian. Very real. And then and then what I will say is uh, the 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 I'll start with the third one. The third one that James and I played, which was just the two of us, we did not finish, and that was very exciting to fail. 
Um, and and I and and what's also fun stakes. is we don't know how we would have won. Like we know what the goal was, but we don't know like if we played it again, what you could have done, better. what we could have done better. Um, and then and then okay, so that one was really cool. Well, without it, spoiling it, what was the plot of that? The one? The plot of that one is that the town has kind of gone crazy, and the town's coming for you. Oh, cool! So you're actually not only playing in this hotel where you're staying, you're trying to get out of the town. Meanwhile, the townspeople have like you know, whatever has gone wrong with their brains and they're trying to get you. So there's a mob mechanic, which is like the they're mob has the way house. too many hit points. Like don't mess with the mob, but also don't get um, trampled by them. Mob. Like hide from the mob is the only way to beat Ooh. it. So that had its own cool mechanic. Um, the second one we played that Jake played actually mm-hmm. with us, uh, the plot was um, a woman has gotten trapped in the house. Where'd she go? Oh, you know. Always sh- check under secret. the floorboards. Yeah, but she got trapped in another dimension, basically. Ah, always check in another dimension. And I will say, once we figured <laughs> that out, it was pretty uh, rinse-repeat, I guess, is in terms it of... Felt, sure, it sure. felt a little linear in that yeah. there wasn't much of a mystery to solve so much as read the next page of the story. Yes, yes. Um, I, did, so, I did enjoy it, but yeah, yeah, I felt like it was a foregone conclusion. There weren't a lot of branches to explore. No. What were your characters? Well... I don't remember. I've played three different ones. I think. I think, but it, it is fun to role play. That's that. That I think adds a lot to it. I was Preston, somebody, a oh, rich yes, man, you a were, millionaire, you were money man, and then Katie was. <laughs> Katie was Agatha, or like the old. She was like an old, uh, yeah. very intelligent woman, and like yeah. very into you or no. He, very into the priest. She was way into the <laughs> she priest. She was into the priest. There was a priest. Who and then, couldn't do oh, it because he was Oh, I remember. Celibate. James and oh, I uh, co-played um, the the smart little girl. Yeah. Um, with books. Love it. So we were we yeah, were co- the one in Men in Black that should be the books. one you shoot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Something's missing. Yeah. Um, but oh. yeah, and then the first one was also the first one was also really fun because it was it was difficult and and no matter what you did. Wherever you were, monsters appeared where you were. So it, there was no way to escape. Whereas in in the second one we played, we knew where the monsters were going to appear. Basically, just don't go there. So or or send the or strong person it, yeah. prepare for it, and, or and, the small girl because she really shouldn't be out at night with that many books. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. I anyway. I I loved the game. We want to play more. James was like having me look at like what what expansions what expansions, and I was like okay. One of them I'm very excited about. I cannot remember <laughs> what it's called, but okay. in the in the description of it on the app when you're like going to choose it says everyone will want to take notes on this because this one is a mystery. And I was like, holy cow, yeah, like we're going to figure this out. Beyond the threshold, streets of that- Arkham, recurring nightmares, suppressed memories. No, Any no. Else? Oh gosh. Sanctum of Twilight, horrific journeys. I'll just they that's all sound, I have Yeah, to they all sound they all sound awesome. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. all sound ferocious and and uh, yeah. That is what I was kind of expecting. I was expecting a little bit more. Vicious. Okay, we got to put these clues together to find yeah. out what to put to get into the other dimension. But it kind of just played itself out. It did. Yeah, I, I thought it was an interesting game too. Is that the app itself replicates what you have on the table? Yeah. So like you're putting tokens down, and then you're looking at the same token on the yeah. app, and then you access it that way. That was it's a fascinating almost mechanic. Yeah. The the tabletop and the tile laying. Almost becomes superfluous, but we like it because it's tangible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because in the first edition, which I haven't actually played, I just know that there was basically one player was the app. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. And that's that, that would have been, that person would have had to prep for hours beforehand. That person would have had to be the DM. 
Mm. Really? No, I, I, I feel think like you read so. from a book. Oh, you read from a book? Well, I guess well, regardless, we'll have they to have to get sit out ex- in the process and be the ref a little bit, right? The, yes. the, the administrator of the game. Yes, yeah. and be like, okay, which one are you tapping? Oh, is it that one? Yeah. It, it would have added, it would have added at least a half an hour per game onto right. it just based on what me- the mechanics were, which is the least interesting part. That's what was for nice sure. about the way we shifted around, too, is like if someone had to step out for a second, like we could all update them because we were all participating in the story yes, pretty actively. Yes, that's another thing. Right. Every no turn, turn, everyone decides who goes first. Mm-hmm. There's no like, oh, you go, you go go you go um and that 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 is how it is and always will be and so it is i I like games that are okay who has a strategic move to play right now you go ahead yeah 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 which only works in a cooperative there was even there was a cool mechanic in the game that we played where it was like clear the board and we had to i mean we dove into the rules because we were like surely surely not all of these like 15 tiles we have laid out surely not clear that board and like we were looking through the rules and it was like yeah and all of like everyone's face was like duh fuck (laughs) (laughs) the tiles went away and like then we figured out what actually was happening but in that moment we were like they can't possibly mean did yeah what what did we do wrong? Like something, something had to. Are we in trouble? Wrong. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's something like that in every game. I, I guess I've only played three, but every game you're like, no, surely not this. You don't. <laughs> you should have known, but I fool know. you once. But it's always something and then different. fool you twice and three times. Yes, exactly. And yes. then, and then fool me knows? three times. I guess I'm just a fool. <laughs> yeah, and that, oh, that's how that goes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, final thoughts. Mansions of Madness. Um, you know, final thoughts, it's a real expensive game and and it comes with about five scenarios. Um and then everything else is an expansion or you or you pay another five dollars to download. So you're saying the app. Fantasy Flight is genius. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying microtransactions uh yeah. in a board game format, which I just have some feelings They're about. They're pretty big transactions. But it's nice I mean in- it is a Five dollars, five dollars for some of them, and then the expansion. If you need the physical, each one is fifteen dollars. So it's like that's not, not that bad. too bad. It's not too bad, but there are twenty. There are like twenty or nineteen scenarios that you could actually play, and it does feel like even the, the third one that I played, I could replay. But the first two, I wouldn't be interested in playing right. again. I would like to posit Rob Davio's point of view on this, okay. which is when people walk up to him because he created Legacy Games, and they'll be like. Uh, this game, wait, you're saying I can only play through it 12 times or 15 times? And he's like, look at the board games in your collection. How many of them have you played more than that many times? Right. Very, very few. And yes. so you can be mad at me if you want, but I'm just telling you how many times you're going to play it. So you're welcome. Also, <laughs> that's if that true. breaks down to like $10 a game, that's like a way, way more but evening than $10. But that's sharing half that's of amazing. a movie ticket between yes. all of your friends. Exactly. I will say the first game is $90, though. Okay. So well, so then you're adding on top of that every time you're either paying five or fifteen dollars. I'm just saying in look, look maybe board gaming not, is not a cheap hobby. It's not no a one cheap ever said ho- it was. Okay. <laughs> yes. But that's my note. That's yes, my note. Absolutely. No code names, you can pay twenty bucks, play forever. Forever. A staple. A staple a in staple every collection. In every collection. What's code names? Have we talked about that? <laughs> have we talked about that game? I don't know. Oh, have we? I'm oh, sure you have. Because it is a staple that... in every collection. I don't know if I've yeah. said my philosophy on it because I used to say it a lot, but I think, no, I probably have said it, <laughs> that Codenames is 
there's it's so hard in this Kickstarter environment for one game to break through and be popular for more than a year or yeah. a, a couple years because there's just so much great stuff coming out. Obviously, we love talking about all of it, but Codenames is the one that is going to make it on every shelf along with the, yeah. the Monopoly and yep. the Risk and Sorry. The, yeah. Pachisi, Pachisi. I did look up Pachisi because it, it was on your list of games you like. And yeah. I was like, we're not going to talk about that. You're not <laughs> talking about Pachisi? The, the, the Wait, oldest I, game like from freaking India from, yeah, ages yeah. ago. It's yeah. called Parcheesy, right? It, it is called mm, either. Game. Yeah. No, no. It's oh, the same it game. It's both. It's both or either. I didn't even know that. A, like the ancient Indian version oh, or uh, a... Uh, like Milton Bradley version. No, I'm just. But I they're all the same. Do you know, I thought I had never played this game, and now googling it right now, I have played it, and I didn't it's, remember. It's basically sorry. It's like as well. the beginning of all board games. Roll your dice, move your mice. You know, like that. Roll and move. Roll and move. Ugh, uh, step on the, No, no, there are free spaces. It's very. Str- it, it can be very strategic where you where you get your guys in or or try to kill someone. You can block people. It's it's. It is the beginning of all board yeah, games. I can't believe you don't want to talk about right. it. This is the I beginning of board games. I did want to talk about games. a different game, but you are so passionate. I'm just I'm passionate need you because you, you sloughed yeah, it yeah. off. Okay. And this no, is right. where you're board right. games came from. I feel it's bad cheesy. for... Yeah, let's talk about Parcheesi. We have to honor our ancestors let's, a Yes, it is them. definitely like okay. a board game ancestor. Let's do the homage. Let's talk about Parcheesi. <laughs> oh, we don't need to talk about it very much, but there... No, 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 we're going to spend the rest of this episode on Parcheesi because why I do like it. You threw a fit. This is why I like it. So in in this in this culture of board games and everyone becoming a fan, uh, I'm part of it too. My family, I'll get them four board games every Christmas. We'll go through each oh. of them probably twice, and then the next Christmas repeat unless there's a board game that kind of again breaks through. Code names, um, Century Spice Road, <gasps> Splendor, Spice. just like any quick games that we can all play. Dominion, we played a bunch. Okay, excellent games, excellent games. But in that in that culture, you're you're just running to catch up like you're yes. never going to you're never going to break even on where the where the the new game is try having a podcast yeah, about it yes yes so so that i don't envy you but um, the way our the way our gameplay used to be with my family, who was a big gaming family, a big Catholic family. My my dad has five brothers and sisters. My mom has eight brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And then we've got all these friggin' cousins. And every one of them, anytime we get together, it's just like, "How are you? How are you? Good. You want to play dominoes? Like like it's Let's just these games it. that we can all play together. It's yeah. heart spades, dominoes, parcheesi, um, rummy cube. These things that like we've all grown up with. The 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 great part is sit down, play, and have Half an hour, 45 minutes, you're done. Somebody won. Somebody lost. Someone feels great. Someone feels a little shitty. And then we're out. Um, and then and then we can switch up the groups or the same group can keep playing, whatever. But everyone's always got something to do because these games are anywhere from like maybe four people to, you know, dominoes could be like seven or eight people. Great. Pachisi is interesting. And, and all of these games are interesting because of their repeatability. So having played it for 30 years, my dad knows these strategies backwards and forwards, could mm-hmm. look at it like a chessboard and be like, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, why'd you do that? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what? Like, uh, Excuse me? Yeah. I can. So that's you both don't good and bad because he sees it as like you're going to die and you see it as like, I'm playing the game 
Um, and, and newer players are even getting more frustrated when someone's in there being like, okay, so here's what you want to do. And remember, you can you can do a block, but then you they only want to switch a block when you when you got a lot of people stacked up because then somebody else will come behind them and kill them or you can kill them when they move in front of you. And you're like, oh my gosh. And that no longer breaks my brain, but for new players, it's someone, overwhelming. you know, there's like, yeah. the the I think for board games for me, it's tough when you, you first play a board game, you're like, everyone's figuring it out. And if you lose, it feels pretty bad because you were like, well, if I had known. Yeah, yeah. on my second playthrough, I will have a totally different strategy and totally perspective. I will have a totally different playthrough. But there's, there's, so, there's so rare an occasion these days where you get this second or even third playthrough with right. all of the Well, new when games. you're playing a four-hour game, it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so anyway, I guess all that's to say... Pachisi is a good. It's it's a good yeah. it's a good repeatability game, and and I do think the way to do repeatability games is to let the person figure it out if they're new, and and let them lose fine, and just be like yeah yeah next time uh, next time this is what I would yes. have done, but not in the moment like that that has caused a lot of strife yeah, in don't... my family of in the moment being like oh God, why would you have done that you're gonna die and they're like I these were the rules yeah. and I did the rules when people are in that learning environment they don't need the feedback yet they, they just, don't need the feedback they yet. need the feedback from themselves yes. they need to see their own failure like oh now I get it and then yes I f- offer them a suggestion on the next game yes yeah, so sure. there's a yeah there's a weird dynamic there but I do like You're- games where you can repeat them because then eventually everyone's like yeah you lost but I wouldn't have played that any differently I love you that know? you got your family into things like Splendor and Century Spice Road too because that yeah. starts to step it up a little bit it does You're- my nephews are the best at Splendor yeah my nephews Ooh, love it you too know why is it with nephews and <laughs> Splendor because they they in their brains I guess it's so so simplified for them but they know that to win you need 15 points I think and they like look at the cards and they're like that one has six points I want that first move of the game they reserve the six point ah. first move that's smart. their move and is no it superfluous like, moves no 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 you're gonna need a lot to catch up there but they spend every next move of the game going for that sure and it and then you they never win have immediately you don't need. like they they win so quickly and you're like. Why wasn't I doing? I was going for the victory point cards at the very end. Yeah, or I was, I was the building tea, up the yeah. Patrons. I was building up my stash, and then meanwhile they're they're spending like twelve turns to get these six points. But then they have the six points, and I'm still got. Like, That's so three. interesting because they also don't have to compete with anybody to get the card anymore by using it on the no. reserve so early, which is kind of where everybody's strategy falters. Is you're both going for that same ruby or whatever, and it's somebody so, gets it one turn before you. It's by the way, yeah. that's how you win. Yeah. So yeah. so do do the thing that you would never in your brain, so like because your whole brain is as an adult is like must save things. Then I buy must save, yeah. and the kids are like, but I want six points. <laughs> sure, like, take one marshmallow now yeah. instead yeah. of two that's, it later. So yeah. my Matthews didn't play Splendor, but they played Century Spice Road, and they were the same way in that they looked at the objectives much more single-mindedly. Yeah. And that was kind of better because when we were doing other strategies, we're kind of always looking at options a lot, and we kind of forget our first objective. That seems counterintuitive as to what we, as uh, older people, uh, assume (laughs) about Gen Z. You know, oh, yeah. of like, ah, oh, this this instantaneous gratification generation, they it, get everything on YouTube. They can't plan forward like we do. Yeah. And yet, 
the gaming. And well, they're like, the bird in the hand, mom. And you're like, holy shit. And how yeah. often do we say to ourselves, oh, what was I going to do this turn? And we'd clearly been thinking about it two turns ago, yeah. but yeah. we got so distracted. But it, yeah. when you know you want to be a YouTuber from the age of five, <laughs> you are so focused on that goal. Yeah. Or to to even get ahead in anything, you have to know from a very young age. But I, I, before we move on, I want to explain just in case anyone hasn't played Splendor, that the general idea mm. is set collection on your turn. You can either take gems or you can take a card. And uh, when you are able to afford a card, it will give you a permanent gem that counts towards buying new cards later on. So it's an engine building situation. I, I would but say I that like Splendor is like it's one. A, it's Century Spice Road is the better version of Splendor to me, I must say. Yes, I agree. But that being said, Splendor is one of the best games for if you're if you want to get your family into board games that are not just basic stuff. Mm. It's a great gateway game for for families True. in general. Yeah, that's a good point. And I have been seeing. I don't know if it's your experience, but I have been seeing a lot more. I there. It's not. I call them wish fulfillment games. They're not wish fulfillment games unless you actually want big gems. You know, but but <laughs> but it's like they tell you what your wish is. Your wish is big gems. Now you have to build your your stash or your deck to get the big gems. Just like the Bob Ross game was a little bit of wish fulfillment game where it's like here's what you want. I'm telling you what your wish is. Your objective is clear. Yeah, your objective is Very clear. Much like you must build. Show. You must build your deck to get. Yeah, it's. But do you know what? I, do you know what I'm yes, saying? Though, I like, do. it's a very much like. Here's what what you want right here. Um, here are options, but it's up to you to like achieve this very specific color based or gem based uh, collection. Whenever I'm explaining games, I've always found success, or I've, I've always failed when I forget to tell everybody what the victory points are. Oh, like whenever uh, you explain yeah. in the beginning, you're like, wait, so this is the goal. Now, everything I'm going to explain after is in service to get to that goal. But remember, right. this is the goal. Right. Yeah. You must always say the objective before all else or people yes. are like, I'm not following Yeah, anything. And they don't because you keep telling oh, them you could do this, you could this do is this. A, this is a wonderful segue into something I know you want to talk about. I want to talk about all the things. Yeah. App games. I want to talk a little bit about Wizards Unite and Pokemon Go. Okay. All right. We will do that right okay. after a short break. Welcome back to Victory Points. Amy was just about to dive into Pokemon What's Go that and, thing on and your Wizards wrist? Unite. Well, first, I, the segue was <laughs> we, we were talking about objectives and having clear objectives and how that can make or break a game if everyone knows or doesn't know them and how simple it is. For app games, I think the best the best description of a goal should be verb noun. Catch Pokemon. Match colors for Candy Crush. Something very simple. For Tinder, ma match hotties. Exactly. 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 At, you know, at, binarily, at games. binarily choose people. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's three but, words. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, there. I put an adverb on there. Adverbs are fine. Um, but uh, no, the the Wizards Unite game is does now, not. This is the Harry have Potter. This is the Harry Potter of the the AR uh, app. Based phone based phenomena <laughs> yeah. that was Pokemon Go, and I did play. I did, and it's the same company, Niantic, and I did play it for a minute, and then I'm just a little bogged down because there's so much to do, and and it is unclear what you get for it. Wizard like, hard, wizard hard. You get a wizard it's a hard. A verb and a noun. Oh, hard. Oh, oh. A verb and See, an objective. I heard. I, guess hard I heard is noun adjective. Yeah. Make a wizard hard. No, and you got you got to do the wizarding hard. Hard. Yeah, you got to wizard hard. 
Sure, but that means so many different things. And also, mm. at the end of the day, in Pokemon, you have these little collection of little cute little monsters that you can show your friends. Some of them are shiny, some are cute. At the end of the day, in the po- in the Wizards one, I don't understand. You just have some Collect stickers some in a book. No, even on that, average, how many yeah, how many people wand. do you show your Pokemon to in a day? How many people? Mm-hmm. I guess one. Okay, but that's a lot. But it's For at the sh- end of the day when. When James and I trade, when oh. you yeah, when he's gonna appreciate it, but yeah, and he appreciates it. But you um, said like that so your sweet. objective was to get stickers in one and Pokemon in the other. But what's the value difference? So to you? the value difference is Pokemon is has nine hundred different Pokemon. So some some of them will be really good, some will be really bad, just based on your the individual value and combat power. In 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 Harry Potter, everyone's sticker books look exactly the same. Oh, it's same. like the same award. Ugh, like so I got the, the reds. O- yes. Okay. Yes, that. and it and I guess you you can prestige a sticker book page, um, which me- makes it which makes all the stickers go away, <laughs> and then you have to get the stickers again, but they're harder. They you need more more. You need to catch or cast more spells to get them. It's very, it's like, see, even explaining it, it's like, uh uh-huh. Then, also in (laughs) Harry Potter, you can change your house whenever you want. No. You can change your wand whenever you want. Uh -uh, And you can change your profession all of these, like you're, well, you're an aurer, an aurer, a professor, (laughs) or a nerbal, or no, a magizoologist. You can change those anytime you want. Oh my gosh. So there's no like loyalty. There's no feeling of like, oh, our team is going to be better than another team. I, I, I imagine they have some things planned, but as of right now, there are, oh, a Pokemon once a day to get your like weekly quest, you have to do one research thing or a daily thing. And Harry Potter, you have seven different tasks to do, okay. all of which are varying degrees of out of your goddamn I'm going to need the fans of Wizard Unite, Wizards Unite, to uh, at Amy on Twitter. At me and... on Twitter. Tell me what I'm missing, because I have played a lot. Like, I played a lot. There there was a community day event. You're thorough. You do your research. All Yeah, all that happened were there were more things to catch. They gave you a little bit more XP, but beyond that... Another sticker book. They just had another page for stickers. So it didn't light up that addiction part of your brain. No. Because it wasn't clear enough. I like the way that you laid that out yeah. with a, a verb and a noun. A yeah, verb and a noun. A verb and yeah. a noun. I guess collect stickers. I guess. I guess. But that doesn't sound The one fun. part that is very, two parts that are very fun. Port keys. You literally get transported to another world. NAR. Very fun. Ooh. Number two, fortresses where you do play with your friends as, as in Pokemon Go uh like battles or gyms or raids. Is the more is it where's the fun in this game in that is it from getting the Pokemon or is it having the Pokemon? It is not only having the Pokemon, it is having um it is being able to it's having really good secret IVs individual values are secret stats for these pokemon that you never really unlock you can only determine it based on like an app and they they now have rating systems but it's having like it's either getting a perfect or a really high level pokemon that you can evolve and use to fight and battle each other or it's a like getting a shiny these these special like rare ones but the game is the acquisition of that I think yeah. you're asking a bigger question, oh, Jake, and that is <laughs> who cares? No, 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 no. <laughs> not the drugs. Absolutely not. Okay. Everyone cares okay. because what else are we supposed to do with our humanity? Because we already have all the riches that the world can give, and it's just going downhill from here because of entropy. Um, no, I think the question you're asking is about is happiness 
an achievable state? <laughs> or is it an ongoing process and it is the completion I guess. of activities that create happiness, not the fact that I, they are completed? I encourage you to just be in James's presence for a yeah, half an hour when he's talking about Pokemon Go and to not be just completely charmed by the game. His Aww, enthusiasm so is mad. out of control. Like It's true. It's, he has a good passion for yeah, it. He's, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a, he's passionate a master human. trainer. Yeah. And like the things he texts you about community day and like what's going on this in is the his world house, it's sure. very it's very it becomes very important so i am gonna have to talk to him about pokemon go even though i've only played for maybe a total of two hours yeah when uh, you realize what's possible but yeah i he he got me leveled up from basically zero to level 33 in probably two months it's crazy. I guess the wow. what, Congratulations. what I'm asking is like, I think with, with the wizarding game is like, I think the the wizarding part is what's fun for people. It's not necessarily having the sticker to show off. Mm. Whereas maybe in Pokemon, it is the, the pristineness of your collection. It's not always the throwing of the ball many times. I you know, guess which, maybe I the guess, nostalgia. Yeah. Well, I, I did love the graphics. I, I loved the game just, and, okay, until I didn't and because it was so repetitive and right. I kept on getting, like with Pokemon there are 900 so you could, maybe you, you're sick of Rattatas but that doesn't mean, like every once in a while you'll get a Hoot Hoot and you're like, and that's I haven't fallen out of love with Hoot Hoot yet, you know? Um, and in and, and <laughs> Harry Potter, they are it is massively like five things that you get over and over. It's oh. the same spell that you're casting. And I do love casting spells, like getting that right. But it's unclear even if it, it's very unclear if you get an excellent spell cast or a good spell cast or a fair spell cast, if that affects the spell at all. Because I've caught things on on fairs and I haven't caught things on excellence. I guess that's well, what's important to me. What, is... you haven't caught things on excellent? I know. That's some <laughs> BS. I know. Some of them are really tricky. As long as you're having fun playing the game, great. But like, I guess I was always worried of like, is it is it where you're not having fun, where you're actually working and there's points where you're actually auto playing the game because then the fun comes from what you've received. Right. Yeah. Yes. So that's true too. Yeah. Well, it is... we need to talk about what uh, what autoplaying is because we talked about that before the pod started because I said what is that thing on your wrist? Yes, to level up, I, I guess this is a Pokemon Go slash a Pokemon Plus, a po- Pokemon Go Plus or a Gotcha. And what it actually is is this little black dongle that is forty dollars. Okay, um, no judgment. Don't and, you didn't have but to it comes, it comes with it comes with the wristband and it also comes with the charger. And yours is cute and confetti. Uh, yeah, sprinkles. Look, it arguably just looks like a Fitbit. Like I'm being healthy, and in fact, I'm catching Pokemon in the background. Um, so, <laughs> so what that does though is yeah, like. T- when you're driving, it'll auto catch. When you're walking, it'll track your steps, which is another thing about Pokemon Go. Is like walking is a big, a big. That's deal. I love oh, the yeah. exploratory like nature that. of these like games. That, that is yes. very cool. Get us gamers out the house. Yeah, yeah. we can sit for days and notice your surroundings yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And as you're well, learn your neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> once you but, once you put some flavor on it through AR, yeah, yeah. But this this will auto catch. It'll auto throw one regular Pokeball at a Pokemon. No spin. No nothing on it. And it has about a one third catch rate. Um, I didn't even know there was spin involved. This is how bad I was at Pokemon. Do a little curveball, and then uh, yeah, and then you and then you you wind up wherever you are after you've driven and you caught like ten Pokemon, and you can go through and see if you want any of them or if they're good or whatever. And and yeah, that and 
I guess the the point of it is to have really cool, good Pokemon. Yeah, it's a collection. It's Building a collection. Game. Yeah. yeah, I get it. And so, there's always another Pokemon out there. Is what I've learned from my master trainer. And your question was, where is where's the joy? And the joy is in collecting the cool thing. Yeah. yeah. And then and then your friends play. So when you trade, there's also a chance for a Pokemon to turn lucky, which which what it it bonuses it up a little bit. And I won't go into all of those details, but it, it makes it fun and and visually it puts little bubbles in the background of sure. the Pokemon. Very cute. I love it. Okay. Well, that's all the time we have today. <laughs> I, there's so many more games we could talk about, yeah. but we'll just have to have you back on another okay, episode. Great. Yes. Uh, final thoughts. Um, when being a board gamer or a tabletop gamer uh, or any sort of gamer that is collaborative or involves other people, what is your advice as to how to be a better gamer? Oh, shoot. Okay. I have had to deal with this, and you've experienced my my journey. And I was journeying on my own, you know. So yeah, I feel you. Of uh, of bad sportsmanship. It happens. And here here's what I did wind up learning. It had bad sportsmanship comes from a low value of self. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Because strong, you strong you words. believe deeply that you losing means something about right. you. Oh, there was a quote from your dad <laughs> that you have said before, uh, I think when we played oh, Ex Libris. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Mm -hmm. Was that the one you're thinking? One. Okay, yeah. So I was raised with that mentality. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think, I think since I've realized that, it's been like, okay, well let's really like dive deep into what it does mean. Oh, it, it means some, all it means is someone has to lose by nature of what a game is and someone has to win and it, at this moment in time you were the one that lost that's it it doesn't mean you're that's dumb all it, is. it might mean that you were a, a newer player to the game or games in general and you might not have had the strategy that other people have but it doesn't mean you're stupid dumb ugly fat like like <laughs> all of these so, crazy things we, we put that, those like have entered my sure. brain when I lose the game. Uh, like you're reduce right. and I'm fat. <laughs> yes, and on top of that, I ate a lot during the game. But, right. Um, <laughs> it's I, not it's not your fault. But it's all good. It's just a game. It is when when but that would never work for me. Like when people are like, oh, this is just a game. It's like you have to realize. I had it. to realize no no no. This game and me losing or winning actually, ha I I've I've you know um, the the definition of winning or losing does mean something else and it translates very differently into what I I feel about myself. Yeah, like oh. the value of your work is not the value of yourself, right? So exactly. if you fail at your work, it doesn't mean you are a failure. Right, mm -hmm. right. But Same if you fail games. at a game, you're oh. a dumb freaking you, idiot. You but but I've moron. since I've the value of your work is not the value of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah, Jake said it. That th th that's my advice to to gamers. I love that. that. I think you hit the nail on the head about like what, what, what did you, how did you say it when you just said it right there? I said, um, hmm, how did I say? Oh, oh, being a bad sports, being a bad sportsman, comes from a lack of self value or self worth. Yeah, okay. so true, so profound. I love that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wish for all of our listeners that if you mm -hmm. find yourself losing a game, that you lean back and just say, you know what? I'm gonna take this one. Can I add yeah. that if someone across from the table of you is experiencing that, give a little empathy because instead of like being pissed about their attitude, also realize that's they what have they're going low, through. They have a low they're value of yet. self. Yeah. And maybe you can help them with that. Maybe yeah. give them a little little buddy punch and, on the shoulder. But do not, hey, but do not say, say it's time. just a game or a calm down. No, no, no. <laughs> calm down never helps. No, no, no. We no. never say calm down. We say, let's take a breath Has together. anyone ever been told calm down? It's like, oh. 
Oh, you're uh, right. I should calm down, you mother. <laughs> yeah, I've never not gotten more angry, nor has anyone else. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. Amy, tell them where to find you on the internet. Okay, I'm at Vorpal Sword on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can catch me on caffeine.tv slash eighth dimension every Thursday at 6 p.m. PT. Amazing. Jake? The at the Jake Michaels on every social media. Make sure nice. you put the the before that first at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the at the Jake Michaels. <laughs> the Jake Michaels. You can find me at the at the Becca Scott. <laughs> All right. If you enjoyed this episode of Victory Points, or even if you didn't, please just hit subscribe, rate, and review. That is very helpful to us. And give it a share on your social meds. Please. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.